Hi, I'm Stella from Shophouse & Co. We created Podscape, a travelling mobile podcast recording booth to record sounds and stories of the city. Do you pay attention to the sounds of your home, your neighbourhood or your city? What is your memory of a place? A place that you love or had perhaps grown up or worked in? It's quite peaceful and we are at the end of the the, the line uh, in the MRT line in Singapore. So, you know, you don't have to think about where to go. You just, we are at the last line, just like the corner unit of a, a HDB corridor. 20, 30 years ago, uh, I think Pasiris Park, uh, I don't think it's a very nice place. Huh? And then even people saying it's Pasiris, they will say uh, this place is uh, very Ulu. Uh, they say Ulu means very outskirts, uh, nobody wants it. Pasiris, given by its uh, location itself, northeastern side of Singapore, it has, in the past, it would have been considered very ulu. Yeah, it is very remote. There was only one road that led into the area, and that would have been the Tampanese Road, today's Old Tampanese Road. This season, we are heading to Pasiris. Over five episodes, we will be speaking to invited guests and the community discussing the early kampung days, the nature and green in Pasiris, the heritage and the identity of Pasiris as a resort town. In fact, since the 1880s, Pasiris has been known as a beachfront neighbourhood for recreation and leisure. So yes, Pasiris may be the last stop on the Green Line, but it certainly isn't Ulu. As we have heard, it's quite a century for those who lived here. Let's get the conversation going. Hello everyone, I am so excited to be sharing and bringing back to you stories from Passeries. I'm Stella from Shawhouse & Co and Lex is here too. Hi. Here with us, we have Mr. Samad. Uncle Samad, yes. um, someone who has lived in Pasiris for 43 years. Yes. Right? So maybe, uh, Uncle Samad, just share a little bit with our audience. How do you come to live 43 years in Pasiris and from when to when? Okay. I was born at uh, Pasiris uh, in 1944. So, uh, actually, my great-grandfather uh, already to build the kampong with his friends. There's about four or five of them. They own the land. They bought it from the British government. Mm. Each body, everybody have about three or four acres of land. Wow. So uh, there's one or two Chinese and then the rest are Malay. Uh, then one of the Chinese, uh, they call, his name is Tio Guanjun. Uh, then there's one... Uh, is Jews. His name is Mr. Elias. Wow, Mr. Elias. Mr. Is this Elias. Mr. Uh, Joseph Elias? Elias of yes, the road Elias Road was named yes, after. Yes, he's one of the justice of peace of Singapore. And he lives in Pasiris? Uh, no, he owned a land he along a land. the stretch of Pasiris Beach. Mm. So. And your kampong is just? My kampong just nearby. Nearby. So... The first thing is that uh, the Mr. Elias, we could not only Mr. Elias, the whole uh, villages down there, even mm. plant coconut, more, almost 10 acres of coconut along the beach. So last time, there's a people, a group of people, to pluck the coconut. They don't climb. They use a long stick with a very sharp, what you call a knife, you know, shackle, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To, 
Put down the coconut. Put down the, the coconut. Mm. Wow, well, you better not be underneath the coconut tree yeah. when it drops. Even, <laughs> even my uncle and my cousin used to do that type of work. Ah. And I helped them to keep the coconut uh, in groups. Yeah. So the next day they do, a, there's a lorry to pick the coconut. Ah. So that coconut is very useful to, to, uh, to the people in Singapore. I see. Then the, what they call it, the Mr. Elias is so kind and he has a lot of money. He built a house for the workers. They mm. call it Rumaitam, a black house. At that time, the British liked to build a house. They, black and white houses, ah, right? Black and yeah, white. Like so, in Changi Village, there are a lot of these black and white houses. Ah, yeah, but this one, only black. Oh, only <laughs> no. black? No white. No white. Okay, <laughs> so, interesting. So, but uh, the exterior of the house is painted black. It's sometimes like quarters for the workers. Mm-hmm. So next to that, after that, you look, the sand is so white, so clean. So he talked to one of his mando. You know what mando? No, what is mando? <laughs> Supervisor. Ah, like a pala. Last time during the British, mm-hmm. they called these people mando. Is it, what language is that? Is it English? I, I don't know. I don't, in, mando. In, yeah, in English. Oh, I, I don't know. It's in the dictionary. I'm not very mm-hmm. sure. Okay. But, even my father working as a mando. Oh, I see. Uh, so, talk to the mando. Mm-hmm. He say he want to build rest house for him oh. to rest. Sometimes rest house for him to rest. When he mentioned a rest house, is it like a chalet kind of rest house? A hotel kind of rest house? Or no, he, like he, weekend he, home? No, he built a very big a two-story house. I think it's the for, Elias like Bungalow. Yeah. The, the one so hotel. The one that will eventually become the Pasir Ris Hotel. Oh, ah, that's the hotel. That is the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. So this story has started. So, so last time, they were, the Mando, they know how to speak English. Mm-hmm. The old Kampong people don't know how to speak English. Most of them, all of them maybe. <laughs> uh, he talked to the Mando. This passe, I want passe. He point to him. I want to build a rest. This passe for me to rest. Mm. So passe rest. So passe rest, and then mm. now we call them passeries. The, the town. spelling. Yeah. So that spelling R I S in Malay, because rest we cannot. That time they don't have English to spell the rest R E S T. Ah. So we start to spell passe rest. So passe rest. R-I-S. Oh. So, so we start talking first. We don't have any written. Then later on, right. when they want to start to write Pasiris, so they don't use R-E-S-T because they use the word still in Malay, R-I-S, until now become Pasiris. Actually for Mr. Elias, yes. want to build his bungalow for him to rest. rest. So, so they mm-hmm. build the bungalow, become now, after later become Pasiris yeah. Hotel. Yes. Uh, that's what how it come Pasiris. Wow, this is such an interesting story. Even the naming, because from what we know, Pasiris is yeah. translated to white sand. White sand, correct. But this Be- is an amazing story because it came from Mr. Elias who yes. wanted to build a holiday home, a weekend home, mm-hmm. a rest home. Yeah. So Pasiris, yeah, Pasiris. The olden days Chinese, the old olden days Chinese. They were called Pasiris. I don't know whether you Chinese know what is Pe? Pe. 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 White. Yeah. Yeah. White. Pe. In Hokkien. Pe. Hokkien. Swa. Swa. Pe. Swa. Swa is what? Swa is sen. Sen. So, the sen is white. So, Chinese call Pe Swa. Pe Swa. I see. The Pasiris, they call, because of the sen is so white, not like now, 
Mm. <laughs> it's not white, is it? We we we, we think it's quite wish. white, lah. You know, compared to like yeah, East Coast no, Beach, you know. But if you see the like, like the sand in Saint John Saint Island, John. the yeah. sand there, then it's the white is like that, mm-hmm. not like uh, now because ah. of the reclaim. Right, but that doesn't look white it anymore. It looks a bit yellowish. A bit. So, Uncle Sama, let me, let me just you know go back a little bit. You you mentioned that your grandfather or your father bought. The, the land for the uh, kampong, right? My great-grandfather. Great-grandfather. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many people were living in the kampong at that point in time? At, at, at that time, it's not, not many people. Uh, slowly, what they call it is, they start to have families. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they start have families. <laughs> and then it grew and grew and became uh, Yeah, we grew. Then they start building more houses down there. Right. Uh, so, so we, we started off with like what? Maybe 30, 20 or even more? Uh, the whole area uh, mm. from from Elias Road, then they have the drive Pasiris Drive One. Yes. Then Pasiris Drive Three. Three. Then Pasiris Drive Eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the whole area from MRT station right to Elias Road. Yeah. That's the, the kampong is. That's where the kampong is. Uh, to, until that's the a beach. big piece of land. Yeah, until the beach. Wow. But the house is quite far apart because. Every three acres, only one or two houses mm. at the beginning. Mm. Uh, later on, when you have your son married, you build another. The same is you just take the nipa pump. Yeah, the, the pump. You use the, the nipa pump to make the roof. For the atap, right? Uh, for the, the atap. atap. Yeah. Wow, so this is a really big piece of land. And yeah. I can't help but felt a sense of envy. Right, mm-hmm. like um, to be able to have in my mind, I can imagine the coconut tree swing. You know, the hearing the the sounds of the beach and and your childhood must be amazing. Because <laughs> yeah, like, like right. could you uh, just give us a glimpse? You know, nowadays uh, childhood is like even playground got no sense anymore. You know, <laughs> <laughs> how was it like growing up in in, in those days? Yeah. yeah, at that time we don't no sleeper. No slipper. We don't have your slipper because Bare the flipper. Japanese haven't invented the slipper. Oh, yeah. Can you sli- imagine running around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, call, we call it slipper Japan, the Japanese slipper. Oh. They, they, the Japanese make it first. The one with the white colour and the blue colour. Oh, yeah, the blue. White and blue one, white. right? Very we, painful, we, actually. We, <laughs> normally, the old people use, make from wood, trompa. Mm. Uh, we call the sandal. The clock. Yeah, the clock. Yeah, the clock. Right, the uh, yeah. yeah. But we children, how to run with that? So we re- barefooted. Barefooted. But we don't, there's no glass. That mm. time, no glass. Mm. I mean, they take care of the place. Mm. With broken glass, we pick up and throw, but not many. Mm. What the amazing is that I like my kampong. There's a lot of fruits around. So sometimes I don't need to take lunch. I can eat fruits for my lunch. The nipa palm, I can eat the nipa palm. I have the fruit we call kemunting. Kemunting. Uh, what kind of fruit is that? <laughs> a berry. A berry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every morning, if I go out to pluck that berry, mm-hmm. you know we use the Malay shirt, huh? the Malay uh-huh. big pocket. Yes. Can fill two pockets full <laughs> of that berries. So in full of that, I don't need to eat. Then wow. next to my house, my great grandfather plant a lot of this champada. Mm, champada. Yeah. So Please. that, that wow. champada also, sometimes one piece I cannot finish with my sister. 
Wow. Because I every time. Are you still able to find these trees in passeries today? Like Kempunting. Kempunting. No more. No more. No more. No more. When the kampongs cleared yeah, away, they, they cleared the trees yeah. as well. So as we have just heard from Mr. Samat, Pasiris Town went from an area filled with kampongs and well-known for plantation estates to the coastal residential town it is today. In the late 80s, the government decided to redevelop and build Pasiris Town with waterfront recreational users. The first occupants of the HDB flats moved into Pasiris in 1988. Do you know that this is the only estate to have its town centre located within 500 metres of the regional park and coastal beach area? Let's hear from Maria Boy, an architect and planner who was involved in the early days of planning for Passeries Town, and also from the residents on their take on the developments. Basically, I'm a planner and I started actually planning Tampines first. And after that, I went on to Pasiris. Each neighbourhood in our structural model of the planning towns, we have what we call a precinct. A precinct is 1,500 dwelling units, whereby the housing layout is not just about block after block, but to integrate the block in such a way that there's a central space for children's playground. So if you go to most of the housing estate, you will see that we have the children's playground whereby the family can just come down and very peacefully walk through the street, which is green. And that's where we link one precinct to another. And we have what we call a checkerboard pattern, whereby we have high-rise, which is a housing. Then we have the low-rise, which is the neighbourhood centre and the school. So we work with the Ministry of Education and come up with the requirement of how many dwelling units we have one primary school or secondary school. So that's how we plan the town. That we have a town centre, neighbourhood centre, connected by green connectors, and then we have housing in between low-rise buildings like even the neighbourhood centre, the parks, and also the stadium. At that time, Pasis was new. So Pasis was the place to go, you know, it was all over the news and everyone who, who had the ability to wanted to move to Pasiris. I like to see the improvements with the shopping malls and the transport around here is incredible. Um, it's very easy either to walk to a bus, to a train. I like to see it evolving, but I don't, as I say, the what losing the nature does concern me, and I see that too much in Singapore. There's a fish mm-hmm. called dugong. Yeah. I want to tell her that I ever met dugong down there. Mm-hmm. I scared that nobody, nobody want to believe me. Why? Because where, where, how to see dugong in Pasiris mm-hmm. now? Is it people a very don't special? believe it. Oh. People don't believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the past, yeah. I'd say, I ever met Dugong. The, the Dugong always disturb us when we go fishing. Mm. This is a very thing that they really disappeared from Pasiris Beach. See, when we go there fishing, mm-hmm. this Dugong, in the groups, they will come, surrounded our sampan. So, sometimes we have to move away because they want, there's a grass, you know, like lalang. Mm. So, they, there's the food. This dugong will eat. So that's why they, there's a lot oh. of food down there. Just very close to the mouth of, now it becomes Sungai Api Api. Api Api. Yeah. Right. Last time, that the area where a lot of that lalang. So the oh. dugong will go there and eat. So when I go there fishing, 
At night, really scary, you know, because when you face other, it's, it's not small fish. It's yeah, not it's big very as huge. It's yeah. us. Very big. Wow. So they come just next to our sampan. They mm-hmm. don't disturb, but just, just threaten us. Yeah. <laughs> so it, this dugong... So for, for, for you guys can uh, Google this image. I've just seen it. It's, it looks a little bit like dolphin. The it's, size. Like, it's like a fat hippo. <laughs> and, yeah, like and a hippo mermaid. mixed dolphin. <laughs> like, it's not a fish. <laughs> it's a mammal. It's a yeah. mammal. Yeah. So, in the early 60s, the, the land being reclaimed. Mm-hmm. So, all these grasses already cover up. So, mm-hmm. there's no food for them. Mm-hmm. So, they few in, in Pulau Bin. Mm. Oh, that, you, you know of a few in Pulau Bin? In Pulau Bin, but until early 70s or late 60s, yes. then suddenly all disappeared. disappeared. Yeah, no wow. more to go. Mm. Wow. This is interesting because, you know, recently in the papers, there are all the comments about forests being cleared, affecting the ecosystem, yeah. the, you know. It, it is just, you know, I can't help but think about um, as Singapore gets developed, you know, these stories and this, this, this insights. Yeah, intangible really, memories and moments kind yeah, of get lost along like, the like, way. I don't even know of this creature called the dugong existing before this. Yeah. There's along the beach, at the Pasiris beach, there's fruits, you know, can be eaten. Mm-hmm. And that is very, uh, uh, it's quite unique. In Malay, they put it in the song, no? these, oh, these fruits. These fruits. But still there. If you come, if you visit uh, that area, I can show you. What all. is the name of the fruit? Uh, in Malay, we yeah. call it Wabi Dara. In Malay, there's a poem, uh, Pantun, what they call it. Pantun, you know, in Pantun po- is poem. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nasi lemak buah bidara, sayang selasih saya urutkan. Buang mak buang sedara, kerana kekasih saya turutkan. You know what I mean? Can you translate they use the word, It they use beautiful. The, uh, they use the word buah bidara just to co- coincide, the, the, make the sentence look nice. Mm-hmm. So you say because of you, yeah, because of the love, because of your love to someone, you dare to forget your mother and relative. You follow ah, your follow your love. love. So that's why they, they use the word, word the fruit buabidara. Buabidara. It's, it's like a berry mm-hmm. when ripe, it's orange in color. So they're still there. So ah. this is the only thing that left. Mm. I'm scared that when that area, been, I understand that few times the, the government's going to cover up, going to re, redevelop the yeah. place. So this thing was totally gone. And no more will be there. Hi, I'm Wayne. Um, my relationship to Pasis is that I was uh, living in Pasis for quite a number of years. Uh, back in the past, la, that was more than 10 years ago. So recently, uh, I've moved back just a few days ago. Yeah, now when I, I come back, uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, new buildings around. And uh, these buildings are also, it's also good for the community because there's a lot of uh, facilities now. And uh, there's also a hawker centre uh, located here. So. I think it's it's quite a it's good it's a good thing for the residents that stay nearby. When I started living here, the place was uh, the line was just building the MRT line, and uh, over the years, 
many changes have taken place. Like uh, you have more facilities, much more facilities. What do you think of Pasiris in the future? I want to see the Dugong come back. You want to see the Dugong yeah. come back? <laughs> you want to see the Dugong No, I was just kidding. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it's a very small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there's not much thing to, to develop again. Because mm-hmm. what they really have done now, it's quite a lot really. Mm-hmm. Only few things that left behind. That small jungle, I call mm. it jungle, <laughs> or we call it bushes, <laughs> or the mangrove swamp. Yes. Yeah. It's very small pieces. That the only one that can, if they can speak, they say, I'm the oldest. Resident in Pasiris. <laughs> Pasiris. <laughs> yeah. Just say, maybe a few hundred years old. Uh, because along the beach, all it's already been covered yeah. up. They say, what more you want to build down there? I've... I guess these are the, the, the food for thought to leave with audience as you ponder as well, you know, thinking about in the name of development, some things have to be sacrificed. Mm. But yet at the same time, it feels like we're going one big round, you know. <laughs> we, we, all the, the, the original nature, the sustainability that Uncle Samad talked about, growing food in his backyard. Today, now the government is pushing Let's grow food in the kapak on a HDB roof. You know, so life does have a way, you know, and, and cities, how it evolves. You know, and, and I'm so glad to be able to hear your story. Thank you so much. I think most people just think of Pasir as the last stop of the east-west line. Pasir is more than that. You get to see the park with the beaches and then with beautiful sunrise, sunset. Although we are, uh, many, many buildings around Pasir Ris here, but you still get to see birds flying around the trees. Then you still have the canal, the fishing pond. And uh, of course, if you want to have shopping, you have to, not as much as uh, like Tampanis, but it's enough. Is it enough or not? That is the question, isn't it? How much more developments do we push for? At what cost? These are questions that aren't easy to answer. Once again, thank you, Mr. Samad, for coming in to share your memories of the Kampong days. Join us for next episode where we will be speaking to Stephanie Tam, a researcher from National Heritage Board, on what really makes passeries passeries. If you are listening to this first episode at the time of posting, do join us next weekend at Passeries Park where we will be recording more community stories. And don't forget, subscribe to Podscape and leave us a review. See you next week.